in just a moment, I am the governor of LBC land, Steve Lind... Wait a minute. I'm not that guy. This is not that station, and this is not today's best music. <laughs> However, this is the 104th point one episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Let's get to it. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this 104th point one episode of Perception is Reality. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Never mind that just a moment ago, of course, I was just taking the piss out of out of Mr. Steve. No harm, no foul. You know, we're just kind of, we're like that, you know. I, I take the piss out of it, and he tries to do what I do by giving the news and breaking commentary and, and uh, exclusive information that really they never really did before until he had an inside seat. Now, don't get it twisted. I know they always talked to Mayor Tyler. They always talked to Cannon and, and did all that stuff before. I just, I don't know. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Folks, welcome to the show. Thanks for giving me a little bit of your time. Remember to share the show with everyone you know. We can be found absolutely everywhere. We're not like the Joe Rogan show here. We're not just on Spotify. You can find us everywhere. Simply by typing in Bilbrey Podcast. Boom! On Google, there we are. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilbrey318. The conversation there always continues. So, today's episode really came kind of at the right time because of what's been currently going on Oh, in the last couple months, but really I've had a couple of great examples here just recently, but also just in part because this is the 104th episode of Perception is Reality, and I had more than a couple people saying, oh, you got to do the 104.1 episode, so that's what's going on here. There's not going to be other episodes. This is just... Like I said, kind of taking the piss out of old Steve Lindell. Hi, hello, how are you? Uh, your radio buddy. And uh, just kind of looking a little bit at what we have in East Central Indiana 
in the way of good, hard-breaking journalism to get you information that you need to know. All right? I don't consider myself a journalist. A lot of people say they get their news from me. And I do break a lot of information. I do break a lot of stories. And that does happen. Because of where I'm at and the position that I'm in and because of the sources that I have built up, I do tend to break a lot of information. But I don't consider myself a journalist because, again, we've talked about this. I'm not trying to present the information to you in a fair and a balanced and unbiased manner. I'm wanting to talk about the news of the day, the events, the goings-on of the local and state and national political scene, and then just give you my opinion on that. And I'm wanting to try to get you active, get you involved waking people up to the importance of getting active, getting involved, and voting, being vocal. You know, that is the whole goal here. So, I, just like you, need journalists out there to get the information to us. The problem with that is, we just don't have anybody. Yes, Muncie, Delaware County has the Star Press. Anderson, Madison County has the Herald Bulletin. Winchester, Randolph County has the News Gazette. WLBC, 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 104.1, WLBC is there. But where are the journalists? I know, I know, LBC is there for today's Top 40. All the best music. Today's best music, WLBC. But they could produce a show that would allow people to know what's going on. It could even be once a week. They could do a weekly recap. A lot of other communities that have small radio stations and produce other radio shows have weekly recaps. You could do something half an hour each evening, something to let people know what's going on in the community. And I don't just mean the fluff that the people in charge want the citizens to know. I mean something actually taking a look at what's going on. Let me ask you this. Have I not proven that there's a need for someone to take a look at what's going on? I don't want to be a journalist. I'm not trying to be a journalist. I would kill to be on the radio. They could have me on the radio if they would allow me to say what needed to be said. I would, one, clean up my language. And I would, two, I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't tone it down, and that's just that. If I'm going to be on the radio, it's going to be doing the show that I want to do. It will be at my terms. But it doesn't even have to be me as long as someone would do it. Let's back way, way, way up. And I'm not even talking about WLBC. Let's talk about, talk about the Star Press. Where's the Star Press? You know, folks, at one time, Muncie, Delaware County supported two daily newspapers. My God, those were the times. Those papers would be printed every day, and they would be distributed, 
and people would read them both and get information and know up-to-the-minute information. The paper no longer prints so much information. The Star Press anymore is four pages. There are high school and college newspapers that are thicker and have more information than what the Star Press has. And look, I get it. Muncie in 2020 is not the same as Muncie in 1970. Uh, you can say that again. I completely hear it. I get it. I hear it. I see it. That doesn't mean the one reporter that they have or the three reporters that they have or the five reporters that they have or the part-time reporter, whatever, whatever the situation is, however good or bad it could be, it doesn't mean that one of them can't do some actual reporting. Let's turn for a moment, if we, if we can, to the Star Press. All right, Corey Olenkamp. Corey Olenkamp of the Star Press is the reporter that you probably know as of late that has dealt with the city and county governmental information. If it's an election, if it has something to do with the mayor, the county commissioners, the city council, yada, 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 he is on it. Now, I have to believe that the powers that be, both at the city and at the county right now, absolutely just love Coriolan Camp. I, for one, believe that the journalist shouldn't necessarily be loved by the elected officials. The journalist should almost be just this side of being a pest because he should be asking questions. She should be asking questions. She should be getting to the bottom of things. And there are things, ladies and gentlemen, currently going on and that have been going on in Muncie, Delaware County that somebody should get to the bottom of. Yep, I'll do what I can. Like I said, again, I'm not a journalist. I don't want to be a journalist. I want to be a commentator. I want to look at what's going on politically, and I want to use my experience, my understanding, my knowledge of politics, and I want to help shape an opinion that you can have. All right? I want to give you my trains of thought and tell you how I come to the conclusions that I came to. And I want you to then be able to take that information out into the world. At the same time, I want to tell you why you need to do that, why it's so important to do that. But I also want new news information out there. And when I get information, I break it. I do. I do. I do that. If I would give my information to the Star Press and I thought that they would somehow create an article or do something differently than they are, I would give over every one of my leads to them. I'd give over every one of them. But you know what they would do? They would throw it in the trash because I'm stupid Bilberry. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This stupid Bilbrey scoops the Star Press several times a week. 
this stupid Bilberry scoops Steve Lindell, and he has the inside track several times a week. The point of this episode, of this conversation, is to get you thinking in your mind, why don't we have someone here? Why don't we have many people here that will do a job that we absolutely need? We need somebody there to bring out the information. I would settle at first with starting with actual journalists. People that don't necessarily get straight in bed with this administration or that administration. People who don't necessarily get in bed with Republicans or Democrats. But rather are there for the story. Put the story out without a slant so that the citizens can read it and make up their own minds, so that I can read it and give you commentary on that said article. News is important. Journalism is important. Having people in place that can give the information so that we can all make heads or tails of it is something that we need. And I'm telling you, East Central Indiana is populated with enough people. There are larger communities, say, in Anderson, Muncie, Richmond, that good journalist, or at least mediocre journalist, would really be beneficial. I mean, look at what Muncie and Delaware County has been through in the last... 20 years. I know, I know the Douglas Walker, Keith Roysden reporting duo, but they were very slanted. The Star Press has always been a trash paper. The Star Press has always been a trash paper. As far as I'm concerned, Doug Walker and Keith Roysden do exactly what I do. All right. They break the news because of the sources they've made. But they are there to tell their opinion. They give their slant, which is fine. That's fine. But it's not journalism. People get mad at me. Oh, you claim you're a journalist. First of all, no, no, I don't. I, 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 I don't. I know, I know, I know. Back up. Stop. I did early on just because I really didn't know how to classify myself. I was listening to other people and there were a few other people saying, you're a good journalist, you're a good journalist, we like what you say. Now, funny enough, they liked what I said because it benefited them. And when I was able to hone in my powers on, say, their side, well, then they weren't so happy. But back then, they were saying, yo, you're good at what you're doing. We needed a journalist like you. And I, I, so I just, that's what I said. But I now realize, and I have for quite some time, that I am a political commentator. And I give political analysis, a political analyst, if you will, because I give political analysis on what is currently going on. And that's what you come here for. Just as... People read Doug Walker and Keith Roysden's reporting, quote-unquote reporting, for what it is. That being said, I don't believe that it is the journalism that folks need. We're needing 
real journalists here. Whether they are on WLBC or they're at the Star Press or the Herald Bulletin or the News Gazette, the Palladium Item or, or, or any place else. It could be a podcaster. It could be one of you out there listening to this willing to come forward to give the news. It could be an independent blogger or or vlogger or, or whatever you want to call it. But we need that. It's, it's almost too much of a burden for one person to carry. I'm having to sift through information because there's so much coming out. And there's so much coming at me. It's like drinking water from a fire hose. You know that whole that whole phrase. That's like what's happening here. And most of it is in need of investigative digging. Channel 13, Channel 8, the Indy News channels, they're not coming here to do this. They're not coming to East Central Indiana unless they can get a already dug up and handed to them on a platter story, and then it might get two minutes at the 11 o'clock news. We're needing journalists here. Why can we not demand of the Star Press or of WLBC to, to cater to what we need? Let's let the free market deal with this and as the free market let's say WLBC hey Steve Lindell program director radio buddy governor of WLBC land let's get some programming that we need yeah play your Lady Gaga during the workday. I get it I get it get people to work with Maroon 5 I love music, but give us a place where we can hear about the goings-on. And I don't just mean a love affair because you feel important because the county commissioners like you, because you're, you're saying what they're doing is wonderful. I don't mean a love affair with any anyone in the administration at City Hall because you're saying what a wonderful job the mayor is doing. And I'm not just talking about Ridenauer. I'm saying that for a Democrat, for Dennis Tyler, for Dan Cannon, for, for anybody. What often happens here locally is the people who are supposed to be keeping the balance and bringing us the information that we really honestly need, well, they're quote-unquote in bed with the people who they're supposed to be reporting on. So, of course, they're not going to say anything against them. Let's take, for example, WLBC's relationship with Mayor Dennis Tyler. All right, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether you like him or don't like him, Dennis Tyler is a figure that folks have talked about in Muncie and Delaware County politics for quite some time. There are a large amount of people who love him, and there are a large amount of people who say that he headed up one of the most corrupt governments in Muncie history. We'll argue that 
another time. But this is what interests me in this piece. And it's the fact that WLBC and Steve Lindell had a wonderful relationship with Dennis Tyler. Never saying anything bad, never questioning what may or may not be going on. It was just, it was wonderful. There were laughs and, and great fun times because, of course, they're not going to question anything or push anything that Mayor Tyler may or may not be doing or his administration may or may not be doing. However, just shortly after the mayor was indicted, you have the president of Wolf Boom Radio and Steve Lindell coming out and asking for Mayor Tyler's resignation just weeks before the mayor was to leave office and a new mayor assume the office. And so I think it's interesting that in cases like this, they're not actually doing anything of value with their request. They're simply stating, we understand that this gentleman is on his way out and we're trying to let the new incoming mayor know that we're on his side. No, don't be on a side. If you're going to be the media and if you're the journalist that you're portraying to be or that you're supposed to be or that people think that you are or that you should be, then you should be able to report the good and the bad. Why don't we have that? You're listening to episode 104.1 of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception. Perception is... Reality. Reality. Hey, friends, it's Chris here for Reliable Plumbing Services. Mark Bolin, Sherry Sheline, 28 years experience. Are you having plumbing issues? Need a new toilet installed or serviced? Water heaters, new water lines, sewer drain service, sewer locating, or much, much more? Then you need to call my friends, Mark Bolin, Sherry Sheline, at RPS Reliable Plumbing Services. All over East Central Indiana, 28 years experience, senior citizens discounts, military discounts, and if you tell them that I sent you, say Bilbrey from Perception is Reality told me to look you up, they will give you one hell of a deal. Again, that's Mark Bolin, Sherry Sheline, RPS Reliable Plumbing Services. Call today at 765-252-3665. Tell them Bilbrey sent you. Steve Lindell, WLBC, Muncie, Indiana, and uh, happy to be here. Now, wait a minute, Steve-O. This is my show. Who gives a rip? (laughs) I think the listeners might care. Don't you have a Lady Gaga song to introduce? What are you even doing here? Reporting on news in Muncie. What? When? Where? How? Who? What are you talking about? All right, enough of that nonsense. Let's get back to it. This is episode 104.1. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I, of course, am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey, and it's a pleasure to be here with all of you. All right, so before the break, I was just simply asking where all of the journalists are. We have such a honey hole just right here in East Central Indiana. 
you could literally write and write and write and investigate and research and write for years and you would never be close to uncovering it all. And that's what we need. That's what this area is severely missing. Do not get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. What you're reading in the Star Press every day or what you're jumping around their paywall to read by clearing your cookies is nothing. What you're hearing in the WLBC News Center news breaks is nothing. These folks are too entrenched with the elected officials that they are supposed to be covering in an unbiased manner. Yeah, I want to be as pleasant with Mayor Ridenour and as pleasant with the Delaware County Commissioners and as pleasant with the Randolph County Council and the Anderson City Council as anybody. I want to be happy with them. I want to be pleasant with them. I want to smile and be in a good mood and I want them to do their damn job. But I also don't have a problem calling them out when they don't do their damn job. Let me give you an example. Corey Olenkamp, reporter for the Star Press that covers the city and county governments, has worked himself into a position of favor with the Delaware County Commissioners, and he now appears during the Commissioner's live Zoom video streaming meetings on screen with them. So you have the three commissioners, the county attorney, the county auditor, and a couple department heads, and now you also have the Star Press reporter, Corey Olenkamp. However, he doesn't ever ask any questions. He's just there, I guess, to observe so he can write such a glowing article about them the next day. But he doesn't cover the fact that the meeting he was just a part of was an illegal meeting. He heard me say it. He should have seen it in the comments when I wrote it in the video comments. But he says nothing. Did he ask any of them? Did he ask the attorney? Did he ask the public access counselor for the state of Indiana? No. Did you guys read in his most recent article where he slams the county for having an illegal meeting? No, I didn't hear about that either. Because he's not going to make them mad. He doesn't want to. And right there, then makes him no different than I. Because if he has to put on an act, if he has to overlook things that might otherwise be covered so that he can maintain his status quo and so that he can get his face on the Zoom meetings and so that he can be a part of it, well, then he's no different than me. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But where are the journalists at? Let's approach it this way. Let's talk about a pretty serious example. As of the recording of this episode, there have been three drug overdoses at a veteran's home in Winchester, Indiana, 
The veterans' home is called the Journey Home. This is a facility right in the middle of, of downtown Winchester, more or less, just, just a little east of downtown, where veterans from the United States military will go if they are homeless, if they are having issues, if they need help. And this facility is ran by a gentleman called Eldon Solomon. Now, I need to say that I have personally had issues with Eldon Solomon for quite some time because of his involvement in Winchester's politics, his involvement with Winchester's former mayor, Sean Byram, and the Winchester Drug Treatment Facility. And he and I just have not seen eye to eye on a lot of different things that have went on in Winchester and Winchester politics since I've known him, basically. But that all aside... I just always kind of assumed that he was doing right by those at the Journey Home. However, over the years, there have always been rumors that have creeped up that things weren't going properly there, or this or that was actually going on, and I just, I really never paid much attention to it because there wasn't ever really any hard factual information and I just kind of left him alone. However, there was an article published in the Star Press at 2.05 p.m. on May 21st, 2020. It was written by Seth Slaval, who honestly might be the only reporter left at the Star Press. I'm, I'm not really sure. But if there's anybody there doing any actual journalism, any actual reporting, I would say he's probably closest to it. The article reads as follows. Overdoses at Veterans Facility Revealed, Pandemic Lockdown a Factor? Question mark. Winchester, Indiana. Prompted by newspaper scrutiny, the Journey Home, transitional home for homeless veterans, has acknowledged it's facing a drug overdose problem. The facility on Wednesday issued a press release disclosing two recent overdoses one of which resulted in the death of a combat veteran who was 30 years old. The announcement reported that the statewide lockdown in response to the coronavirus outbreak had intensified depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder, known as PTSD, along with substance abuse among the facility's residents. Prior to the COVID-19 lockdown in March of 2020, the Journey Home traveled over 4,000 miles a month taking veterans from both the facility and the community to medical, psychiatric, and mental health appointments throughout the region. The press release said that travel and those appointments stopped virtually overnight. But in an article published on Thursday, the Winchester News Gazette reported that in addition to the two overdoses in May, there had also been a fatal heroin overdose at the home on February 8th, long before a public health emergency and Governor Eric Holcomb's March 23rd stay-at-home order. And in addition to the May 5th fatal fentanyl overdose, on May 10th, police administered Narcan to another resident to counteract the effects of an opioid overdose, and on March 2nd, police were called to the facility in response to a possible suicide attempt by a resident high on meth, the newspaper reported citing police reports. 
In an interview on Wednesday, Eldon Solomon, the home's director, told the Star Press the news release was prompted by the pending newspaper coverage. Otherwise, we would have continued to operate confidentially. Wait, what? If it wasn't for the newspaper story, if it wasn't for the reporter asking questions, this would have never come to light? To me, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Now, the article goes on to list possible reasons why these overdoses may have occurred. But what it does not do is it does not ask Eldon why he thinks this is happening. It doesn't ask him what the plan is to stop this. It doesn't ask what was going on in February when COVID-19 wasn't an issue. And it doesn't push any further than basically the story that was handed to the Star Press on a silver platter. I think that a reporter, a true journalist, an investigative journalist, could have taken this and really ran with it. There are a lot of interesting things that are just below the surface when you start looking at the journey home. Keep in mind, folks, that this facility is trying to care for or trying to treat, trying to help the veterans of the military of the United States of America. These men and women went and fought for our freedoms. They went and fought to keep the world safe. Right, wrong, or indifferent, whether you like war, you don't like war, whether you're a libertarian and say we should never go to war for anybody, with anybody, at any time, you have to at least respect the idea that these folks put their lives on hold to go do something that was bigger than them. They decided to put themselves in harm's way to ensure at least some... <laughs> And it sounds funny now, somewhat a semblance of our normal life, okay? I'm not talking about the pandemic now. That's got nothing to do with this. Well, here's what's going on. These people who should be being treated absolutely like kings and queens are in a situation where they're not being able to cope very well with what's happening whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's some other issue, but we don't have anybody looking out for them. So now I have to do that. Now I have to do that. I want to know where are our journalists? Why are people not looking into the money situation with the journey home? You know, the money's coming in, the money's going out. What's Eldon Solomon making? There is a lot of information that is just primed and ready to be found. And I guess I'm now going to start looking into this. That being said, where are the journalists at? I don't want to do it. I want to give you my thoughts on Eldon Solomon. I want to say I demand Eldon Solomon's resignation because I've read this, 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 and this. Now, yes, because of what I've read here, because of these three overdoses, I believe he should resign. 
I believe something is not working there. I believe that there is a systemic problem, and the best way to approach it is to start over fresh with somebody else. But it's going to take a little bit of work to find the information that we need to put the pressure on Eldon in order to get him to resign or to put it on the board so that they could request his resignation. Now, yeah, I personally believe that this situation with these drug overdoses should be plenty enough. If you are in any type of facility, I don't care what facility it is, and you're the person in charge, and you just all of a sudden have all of these overdoses, have these deaths or, or suicide attempts, or whatever you want to call them, then, yeah, I believe that you should look at stepping away, or you should be removed. In most places, you would be removed. Here, they're just like, eh, okay, go on and do it. Because, obviously, Elden doesn't want to give up his prized job. He's making a killing on the journey home. What's interesting is to look at the tax returns for this business. It's not even called the journey home. Does anybody know that's listening to this what happens when you're a business and you want to do business using a different name? You have to pay royalties for that. Just like if I were to use music that someone else owned, I would have to pay because it was their property and they have the copyright on it and they deserve that. So I avoid doing that. Well, for some unknown reason, the journey home quote-unquote, the journey home, is paying $28,000 a year to a company in North or South Carolina so that they can use the name the journey home. Why? Why is that happening? How much money is the journey home bringing in? How much money is Eldon Solomon making? How much money does everyone else make? Does Eldon Solomon get anything from any other businesses, corporations, for the work that he's doing at the Journey Home? These are all questions that I believe deserve to be answered. These are all questions that I've had, honestly, for a while. Now, I'm very clear. I believe that Eldon should step down. Stop this madness. Do not embarrass yourself. Don't make this a big deal. You had a good run. Step down. There's no excuse for why this happened. There's nothing that you can say that makes this okay. You should have known better. Here's the biggest kicker to me. Why is there not some veteran these gentlemen know that is the director of the journey home that is working with these veterans why is it eldon solomon what's eldon solomon getting out of this what is he giving for this what is going on here because there is enough issue there's enough question that should make people want to know more and want to know if this is the exact best fit for what is going on at the journey home or are there issues and this is not the right person 
to be looking after these veterans. And I'm going to do the research. I'm going to do the digging because I feel so passionate about this. And that's good, but we need people who really want to be journalists. I don't want to be a journalist. I want to give commentary on what the journalists find. And apparently Steve Lindell, apparently Corey Olenkamp, apparently WLBC, the Star Press, they're not going to do it. Whatever flim-flam deals they have going on, they're not giving us in the community what we need to know to make appropriate decisions in situations like this. So then it comes to you all, to the public. You know, it's 2020. Anybody with a cell phone, a pad of paper, and a pen, and somewhat decent memory is a journalist. Anybody can take information and run it out to make sure that it's factual and then release that information for an audience to consume. So, there's the call. There's the question to you. Do you have what it takes to report the information? Yeah, it'd be cool if you worked at the Star Press. It'd be cool if they would hire you. Yeah, it'd be cool if WLBC would hire me to do the weekly or the daily hour-long show recapping what's happened. But that's not going to happen. We'll have to get on at another station. That'll that's just part of it. I understand because I've I've been too realistic and they they don't like that. They don't like me having problems with people for not doing their jobs. And I'm as passionate about journalists not doing right. You know, it's what you hear in the national media about the quote-unquote mainstream media and the fact that the the media is doing what they can to push agendas. That's what we've got going on locally. We've got a newspaper, but they write with the slant that they want to give. Okay? We've got WLBC, and the main man there, my main man, my radio buddy, he's married to a department head with inside city government. So do you think that we're going to get an honest look? No. So it's up to us. I didn't hear and didn't see and didn't know anyone out in the crowd trying to get people fired up, trying to get people registered to vote, trying to get people to attend meetings. So I said, all right, I know enough about politics. I will step up and I will do it. Well, now here is the call to you. No one's coming to save us. You've all heard me say that before. So we have to do it ourselves. Become a journalist. Vlog, blog, write. Do whatever you've got to do. Make a Facebook page. Get a website. Start a podcast. Do something. This is our community and I'm doing my part to help fight to win people over so that people understand how important all of this is. We have to do it ourselves. You can be the journalist. If you want to be a commentator, be a commentator, but we need journalists. 
Or we need to demand that the paper, we need to demand that WLBC, we need to demand that the media around here start doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's cute, it's funny, for, for it's wonderful for our newspaper reporters to be on the screen with the guys when they're having the meetings. That's great. But what's he doing there? What's this article about the Winchester journey home? What is this article? What are they going to try to do to ensure that no one else loses their life here? What are the folks that are in these positions trying to do when they report on the city council meetings and the information that they're reporting isn't at all what you remembered when you watched the thing live. It's time. It's time for them to either start doing what they're supposed to be doing, or it's time for us to do it and to take that power away from them. The Star Press is nothing. I, the Star Press hasn't scooped me in I don't know how long. I just did it again. I just did it again today. The Star Press is going to publish in a couple days. By the time you've heard this, I don't know if it will have been up yet or not. But they're going to publish an article about the Delaware County EMS director, Jason Rogers, leaving Delaware County EMS and going to a... Florida, Pensacola County Public Safety Department. Well, when you read that Star Press article, understand that I published the information two days before, a day before, and ask yourself why that is. Ask yourself why the paper, when the article comes out, won't mention that there has been some questionable issues with how Jason Rogers has led Delaware County EMS. Do you know why there will be nothing in the paper about that? Because the paper doesn't want to run afoul of the cowboy kids, James King and Shannon Henry, and their kid sister, Sherry Riggin. Because they need to keep up with the Joneses. They need to keep up the appearances. WLBC Radio Buddy. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's Steve Lindell here. My best buddy, Dennis Tyler. Dennis Tyler resigned. My best buddy, Dan Ridenauer. How about you not be their best buddies? And if you're going to act like you're going to cover the news then cover the news. I get it. WLBC is supposed to be there to sing songs and make us all happy. But they could provide a service that a lot of people could use. And I know this sounds negative, but damn, where are the journalists at? There's a lot going on here, folks. And it's almost too much for one person to do. I'm telling you, I can't do it all. So we're going to have to rely on each other because we sure as hell can't rely on any 
of them. You understand that? I need you guys. You need me. Whether we agree all the time or not, that's, that's beside the point. We need each other. We need each other. I need you, and you need me. And that's the way that we just have to look at it. Okay, can we make that deal? We'll make that deal with each other. We're going to be in this together, right, wrong, or indifferent. Because no one is coming to save us. We have to be our own heroes. You're listening to the 104th point one episode of Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and we'll be right back after this quick break. Perception, perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, your humble host. Please share the show with everyone you know. Of course, we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites and the home link at perception.fireside.fm. Of course, the best way to find us is simply by Googling Bilberry Podcast. We can be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bilberry 318. Until next time, stay active, stay involved, stay safe. God bless. We'll talk to you again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318. And on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.